So the other day, I visited um, a group of friends that we normally pray together, and they had invited this one new preacher to come and give us the word of God, as we normally uh, confide and have the word of God passed on, we study the word and understand the word. So the session went on very well. It was so amazing. The speaker, the preacher was on point. He preached and we are all moved. But towards the end, he killed everything. Like he got me bleak. He got me frozen. I was like, really? What is this that he's talking about? Not after a good sermon like what he did. So I'm going to share with you what exactly he said and my own understanding. I know it may create uh, controversies here and there, but I believe those that have Christ in them will literally interpret it the way I've interpreted it. So after the service, uh, before he finished closing up his sermon, he told us that, uh, you know what, so um, we need to await on the resurrection of Jesus so that he can come again. This what we need to await on the resurrection of Jesus. Brains told me and took me off the shores. I was like, really? Awaiting for his resurrection? Let me tell you guys, if you're listening in now in this podcast, it is very important that we understand some of the uh, wordings that we use while we're speaking to people or conveying God's message. Now, all I know, all I know and believe through his wisdom is that Christ was crucified. He was crucified once. He died once. And he's erected once. So I don't have to wait for his second resurrection. No. Christ is already resurrected. Now, we that have acknowledged his resurrection are living already in his glory. Glory to mean his nature. We are experiencing already his love, his hope, his faith, and his, um, his, his, his endurance. But if you're out there still waiting for him to resurrect again, truth be told, he may never resurrect unless you listen to this kingdom. Now, when Christ had just started his ministry on this world, his message was simple. He preached about the kingdom of heaven. He preached about repentance and John the Baptist still. He would go around saying, repent, repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent comes from a Hebrew word which means metanoia. Metanoia means meta means above. Noia means the mind. That means repent is the change of attitude. Change of your mindset. Change of your awareness. Which is repent. That means you're living above the attitude. Now, once you repent, that means you're getting into Christ's awareness. Now, He's resurrecting. He has already resurrected. Now you are recognizing his love, his light, his endurance, his faith, and his hope. And the scripture father tells us that you become new by the transformation of your mind. 
Notice everything happens in the mind. So, where is Christ? Where did he resurrect? He's your wonderful, wonderful human imagination. He lies his well in your mind. So once you go above your mind, that means you have recognized his resurrection because he already resurrected. Now you start seeing his glory, which is his nature. Now once you transform your mind, that means nothing happens outside of you that has control over you rather than what happens inside of you that has control over you. When I got to know that nothing outside affects me rather than what is inside, my life changed. I stopped searching for Christ outside. I resorted my energy, time and effort to search him inside. And when I started searching him from the inside, it's when I found him. I'll borrow the words of Victor Franco. He says, I quote, that there is a big difference between response and stimuli. But in your response lies the power not to change circumstances, but to change who you are. That means you cannot change the circumstances out of around you, but you only have the power or you have the response to change what happens in you, which is your mind. So once you change your mind, once you repent, that means you start seeing God's or Christ's light. You become a source of light to everyone. Jesus as well, he started his, his ministry and um, as he went preaching about the kingdom of heaven, the Pharisees, who are the teachers of the law, who are the custodians of the law, who had read more than 699 laws of Moses to be exact, approached him and asked him, Master, Master, you are preaching and telling us about the kingdom of heaven. When will that kingdom come and how will it look like? Many of us have answered and asked ourselves these kind of questions. When will it come? Just like the preacher. Sit back and wait and it will come. Jesus' response, you must study. He said, the kingdom of heaven is not something that will come and you're like, oh, here it is. He said, the kingdom of heaven is within you. This word has changed my life ever since. It has transformed me. It has made me realize that it is not anywhere else. It is in my mind. It is my wonderful human imagination. It is my consciousness. That means I start becoming conscious of what is good and evil and start walking into his glory, his nature. And once I see the light, that means nobody sees the light and fails to emit it. Never. Now you start emitting it and people around you start seeing his glory, start seeing his nature, and they start knowing that he lives. He resurrected, not anywhere else, but in your mind. And once he resurrects in your mind, your life changes. And once your life changes, those around you, everything you touch, everything you see, everything you do becomes in contentum with Christ, his consciousness, and his glory. And together, we are able to live in hope, to live in faith, to live in love, to live in peace. And once we do that, he's resurrected 
and he's doing wonders and miracles in my life. And I'm sure once you acknowledge him, he will work glorious ways in your life as well. Thank you very much. I'm Gardner. See you then.